0: As we remain standing, I take my text from 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. We're going to read together verses 2 to 3. Please remain standing. And my translation of choice this morning for very good reasons would be the message. 1 Corinthians 13 verses 2 to 3. We'll wait for multimedia to project. Can we read together at the count of three? One, two, three. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't have, I don't love, I am nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I have gotten nowhere. So, no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I am bankrupt without love. This is the word of the Lord. So, no matter what I say, no matter what I believe, and no matter what I do, I am bankrupt without love. I want you to know that God is speaking about putting love into action. And so I titled my message this morning, No Matter What. No matter what I say, no matter what I believe, no matter what I do, I am bankrupt with our love. Father, my prayer this morning is as we try to enrich ourselves in all these things, may we not forsake the foundation of our faith, which is love. May we not do all and it ends up being a big zero. Father, we are open our hearts for the ancient world. The hymn says, changing me and changing you. That none of us will return the way we came. But having received the word of God, we receive the blessing of the Lord God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. With a blessing that may get rich and added no sorrow. That our latter days will definitely put pay to the pains of our former days. And the glory of the latter house as we proceed will so much outdo and outshine the glory of the former house. Because the path of the just ought to be like the shining light that shine brighter and brighter. So shall it be. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. No matter what I say, No matter what I believe, and no matter what I do, I am bankrupt without love. I want to define what bankrupt means so that you understand that no matter what you do, if you don't do this one, it doesn't matter what you did. It's like I'm a lawyer, I'm a maritime lawyer. No matter what grades I get in any course, if I don't pass English, I can never be a lawyer. It's impossible. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? You can pass history. You can pass economics. You can pass geography. But if you don't have English, there is no university on the face of the earth. That will allow you to matriculate. And if you do, by, by trickery, you will never graduate. And the MBA will expel you. No matter what else you know. And this is wisdom. I want to define bankrupt for you because the scripture says, I am bankrupt without love. To be bankrupt is to be ruined. Or to be in ruins ruined as in present continuous or to be in rains that is actually happening and manifesting. And it comes as a warning because for many of us, we have adopted a lot of things and we've left the foundation. Permit me to read that scripture again to your hearing. 1 Corinthians 13 verses 2 to 3, the message Bible. And I'm so happy that God speaks to us in grace assembly. He speaks to us so that we don't miss out on what God wants to do. He says, if I speak speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I am nothing. He didn't say little. If I give everything I own to the poor, I thought that was impressive. And even go to the stake by myself. I wasn't arrested. To be burned as a martyr for the same Lord. But I don't love. I have gotten nowhere. It talks about a lot of movement. No progress. That will not be our portion in Jesus name. So no matter what I say. What I believe and what I do. I am bankrupt without love. It didn't say I am going to be bankrupt. Bankrupt. And so the Lord spoke to us last Sunday and the subject was very simple. It says everybody is talking about the love of Christ. It says you can only fulfill the love of Christ by bearing each other's burdens. And church needs to slow down and get it right. Make the adjustments. Look at your neighbor and say, "I really care about you." Because if I don't care about you I'm going to end up rather than being a hero, I'll become a zero. And this thing about coming to the same church and you don't even greet people. You don't even ask how you're doing and even when you ask, it's not a question. It's just a cliche. How are you? You didn't even wait for the answer. When Vivian was giving her Testimony about her fibroid. I was almost in tears. That thing, messes with women, erodes their self-confidence. Painful in many cases. I've dealt with it. My wife did fibroid operation. I sat in the room. I was praying throughout. I know how it is, how difficult it is to heal sometimes. I know the complications. So, I was connecting with you. And so, your your joy was connecting with me. Because if you can't bear my pain, how will you connect with my joy? It is flipping over my pain that you will experience my joy. I'll read something to you. And this is the word of the Lord. Ancient word changing me and changing you. Please don't think you're following the Lord if you're resolute that nothing can change you. It doesn't work like that. In our walk with God, it is from glory to glory. What does that mean? Washing of water by the word. It says I, you are clean by the words I've spoken to you. The words I speak to you, they are life. And I'll read the Living Bible to you, 1 John 3, verses 18 to 19. And I'm taking this very seriously and um, I'm making some adjustments. I pray that you make some adjustments too in Jesus' name. It says, Little children. Can you imagine? Little children, it says you can't, which means you can't receive this word except you humble yourself as a little child. If if you think you're something, this word will fly over your head. Little children, let us stop saying we love people, let us really love them and what and show it by what our actions. I'll take that again, little children. The adults can say amen and go. The big men and bigger men can go. Those of us that are children of God will stay. I'm a man of God, but when God is speaking, I'm a child of God. Let us stop, which means we have been doing it. Let us stop just saying we love people, let us really love them and show it by our actions. Then, this is the result, we will know for sure. Somebody say for sure. We will know for sure by our actions that we are on God's side. Let me stop there. If you're a believer, you're speaking tongues, you're baptizing water, and you think you're on God's side, Do you know the terror to find out when you stand before him that he says, you're not on my side? This is a test. It says, then we will know for sure, for sure, by our actions that we're on God's side. And our consciences will be clear even when we stand before the Lord. We sing that song, I am on the Lord's side and the Lord is on my side. Really? I'll read another one. The Easy Bible, verses 18 to 19, says again my little children. What is this thing about children? Help me ask your neighbor, are you a child or are you an adult of God? Are you a child of God or an adult of God? Help me ask somebody, are you a child of God or an adult of God? As the person, can pastor speak to you? Can he speak to you? Are you a child? Because some people will tell me you can't speak to me and I'm an adult like you. <laughs> My little children, we should not show love for each other only by what we say. Come on now. We should also show true love. Somebody say true love. I can't hear you. True love by what we do to help each other. This one puts it in overdrive. It didn't just say, uh, uh, show it by your actions. It says, show true love by what we do to help each other. Can I tell you, I now understand what the Lord meant when he said, if you are, I think the message Bible says, this one says, if you're not gathering, you're scattering. It says, if you're not helping, you're being a problem. You can't see me, if you're not helping me, you're already a problem. If you're not gathering, you don't even need to do anything. The Lord says you're already scattering. Hello there. Am I getting through to you? This is the word of the Lord. Show true love by what we do to help each other. Let me ask you, what is the opposite of help? If you're not helping me, what are you? Come on now. If somebody that ought to be helping you, that could be helping you, is not helping you, what is the person doing? Huh? Destroying. That one is extreme. I want a milder one. Huh? Harming. Hindrance. Anybody else? What about on this side? Huh? If you're not helping me, come on, I like that one, you are frustrating me. You end up frustrating me. Imagine in this church if we're really helping each other. Do you know, Duro, if you're helping and everybody is helping you, do you know how easy your life will become? Look at how many people are here. Everybody has an attitude of looking for an opportunity to help you. Now, contrast that with an attitude of everybody frustrating you, whether knowingly or knowingly. Imagine everybody here trying to help you. With your children, with your car, with your health, with even your mental health, with with your career, with your spiritual work. Everybody contributing positively. You know what that would be? Heaven on earth. It says, then we will know that we really belong to God. It says, that's how we will know that we really belong to God. I like this last part. We will be obeying God's true message. Supposing there are all kinds of messages, but there's only one true message. Which message would you prefer to be responding to? The general message or the true message? It says, then we will know that we're re- we really belong to God. Not in our imagination, not in our supposition, not in our assumptions. We will be obeying God's true message. Grace Assembly, I am glad that because we hear it, we're going to qualify, we're going to do it and God will delight in us and bless us from Zion and send us help where we need it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to wrap it up by a story that Jesus told. For the first time, you're going to hear it in a different way. And I know you will always remember the day I said it because it's going to shake everything you believed about Christianity. Luke chapter 10. We're going to start reading from verse 25. I'm going to read through to 37. And the conclusion is in our face. It says, Just then, a religious scholar stood up with a question to test Jesus. A religious scholar or a religion scholar. It's talking about somebody like us. Who claims to know the word? Who claims to be a, someone who studies the word? Went to Jesus. Watch this. Some translation says a lawyer. No. This is the truth. This is a better translation. Just then a religious scholar stood up with a question to test you. Not every time we ask a question, do we want the real answer? That's what it means. It says teacher identified him. What do I need to do to get eternal life? Go on. And Jesus answered saying, what's written in God's law? How do you interpret it? Good comment. The man said that you love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and muscle and intelligence. And that you love your neighbor as well as you do yourself. Good answer, Jesus said. Do it and you will leave. Carry on. Now, looking for a loophole, can you see what we do sometimes? Because we're set in our ways. We're walking from the answer to the question. Looking for a loophole, this man asked, and just how would you define neighbor? Hello? Hello? If that is the way to turn our life, Who is my neighbor? Can you see the state of the heart? Okay. And Jesus answered by telling a story. He said, There was once a man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho on the way he was attacked by robbers. And they took his clothes, beat him up, and went off leaving him half dead. Luckily, a priest showed up. Was on his way down the same road. But when he saw him, what did he do? He angled across to the other side. Stop there. He did that. Why? He failed to think. That the same thing could have happened to me. That could have. He's on the same road. A few minutes after that happened, he got there. He did not realize that the, province, uh, the providence of God made his phone ring, and he took a call that was ten minutes. And because of that ten minutes, instead of being the one, somebody else was the one that got there. And when he got there, he angled across and went to the other side. That's what happens to people that don't help. They don't imagine it could have been me. Child. Mm-hmm. The person who is by the roadside is the one we see. We don't know who is next. If you laugh at my Yoruba... You kneel down and close your eyes. Queen's Yoruba. This one is broken Yoruba. It's broken Yoruba. Even me, I know self. But at least I did try. But like, why are you laughing? Your Yoruba is not better than my own, no. My own is better than your You're a Christian, Jari. You're not that priest at all. You know, when you hear Vivian talking about. The pain that she didn't even have the money, and thank God for those sisters. I remember I listened to you. Some sisters never had fibroid, but they imagine what you're going through. The woman with the, with the with issue of blood was not allowed into public places until she touched Jesus. Just because you're not broke, you should. I, I like the way you took the. Um, the uh, outreach. He said, if you're not in that position where you need small money, it is better you put it. It is better you are the one putting money in the envelope than for you to be the one needing it. Come to the house of God and you will learn wisdom. You will obtain knowledge. Foolishness abounds. This priest barely missed the same thing. What was going on in his mind? I will be late for where I'm going. What if you were there? He didn't even ask the question, how come I was only 10 minutes behind this fiasco? I did not been for God. Meanwhile, I was rushing out of the house and my son stopped me and said, Daddy, you must, he just said something and he saw it as wasting my time. It's not, sometimes God is trying to get you to avoid a disaster. And so when you come upon a disaster, what should happen to you if you have the wisdom of God is to imagine it could have been me. He crossed to the other side. Jesus was telling this story. And he's telling us the same story. When you see somebody that is down, don't cross to the other side. It could have been you. In, when it comes to your turn, they may not just beat you up. They may kill you and take your organs anyway. Because what goes around is likely to come around. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? When the Bible says, luckily, let's speak some, let's do some grammar here. It presupposes that the Lord expected an outturn different from what really happened. In the mind of the Lord, a priest is coming, something will change because you are a change agent, you are a loved person at heart. you bear the burden of your brethren. So in his mind, he thought it was a lucky break. It turned out to be the opposite. When you show up, will it be according to the expectation of the Lord? Nobody answered me. When you show up can the Lord says, "I am sure this thing we get. The right answer. Let me ask myself the question to you. When I show up. And many of you. I show up in your life. Is it really luckily? Or am I this kind of priest? You know the answer. I know the answer. God knows the answer. Let's read verse 32. Then. A Levite. Religious man. I'm not going to say anything again. A religious. Levi. Talks about a worshiper. Showed up. He also. Did what? He avoided. The injured man. Is that how to be. Your brother's keeper? Let's go on. Verse 33. A Samaritan traveling the same road came on this man when he saw the man's condition. You want to clap, clap. He saw the man's condition. The priest didn't stay around to see the condition. You know, when somebody is going through what you went through, why I can connect with you is I could see the condition of your pain and the shame and the stress and the financial complications and the fear that if they do it, supposing I'm paralyzed, if I do it, I don't come out of it. What will happen to my children? What will happen to my mother? The condition, you can only see my condition if you wear my shoes. I don't really dig people around me that don't try to wear my shoes. I love you, but you're not my kind of person. I'm a shepherd. And what the Lord says is, if a sheep is broken broken the foot, I should carry the sheep. Even though I don't smell like sheep, I'm going to end up smelling like sheep. If you want to know somebody's condition, there's no way whatever they're going through will not rub off on you. That's why we don't do that. I don't want to smell like sheep. I don't want her blood to stain me. But Jesus went to the cross for you. When... The Samaritan saw the man's condition. You know, you can only see condition. Let me give you the pictorial uh, representation of what happened. The priest must have been somewhere like here to where the curtains are. And saw the proof of the katakata and saw the man's, maybe, um, the angle of his hand shows that it was broken. He could see some blood. And he, Bible says, the word angle is like angle 90. Bam! So much so, I can't see him. From the corner of my eye anymore. So that nobody can ask me. Why are you not doing something? Long before he got there. He angled. The religious man. Crossed to the other side as well. You have to come close enough. To see the condition. When you are the one there how come you notice that nobody is noticing your condition how come you can you can you can relate with the difficulty of looking and say how come everybody is saying god bless you brother and going god bless you, sister and going that when you are the victim you know what is right when you are the one that is standing you suddenly forget what is right that's what the story is about. If you want to clap, go ahead and clap. Don't, don't wait for the Levites. They're all here. Come on now. Don't wait. You be the right person. You be the right person. He saw the man's condition. Please read the next line for me. His heart went out to him. What is Christianity without heart? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. That which you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. Listen, if you have no heart, you're a zombie, you have a body, but you have no soul. Lifting up holy hands doesn't mean you have a soul. The evidence of your heart is what you say and what you do. Out of the abundance of the heart, the words of mercy, I'm going to do something about Is what I need to hear from you. And out of the workings of a heart should propel the response to my condition. Ah. Condition. Now condition make a fish bend. Oh, somebody, please help me. There's somebody around you. Condition is making the person bend. You don't know if some people bend too much, after a while they break. His heart went out to him help me look at your neighbor with your heart that's an order look at your neighbor not just with your eyes with your heart see somebody that needs love somebody that needs attention somebody that has struggles somebody but still coming to church stop criticizing and say it's a long time I see you, church you're No, no 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 the fact that you made it today well done sister God is good we're going to make some progress by the way I'm so glad to see you can I take you to lunch What kind of priest are you? What kind of religious Levite are you? When it's time to sing, hallelujah, hallelujah, but no heart. With a heart a man believes unto salvation, with his mouth confession is made unto salvation. I want to celebrate all the people of Heart and Grace Assembly. Help me celebrate them. I want to celebrate my brother, Pastor Mibade Yokusa. Been together, going to three decades. I want to celebrate my brother, Pastor Kola. Okay, heart. Heart. Yeah. I need more than a song. I need some heart. Come on now. Are you like me? I need more than praise the Lord. I need some heart trust me, I'm going to, I've already given you my heart. I'm telling you, I'm not that kind of pastor that is distant. No, no, no. You are not a number to me. You are my beloved brethren. The people that really know me are the ones that the most sensitive is, is the children. You see the way children respond to me? They know they've got my heart. What is this relationship no heart? The Bible says when one part of the body hurts, the whole body is in pain. And if in any way I have not shown heart to you, I apologize. From the depths of my heart, I'm really sorry. I'm ready to make it good to you. You tell me, I'm going to tell you I'm sorry. I'm going to fix that thing. I'm going to fix it. Give me a chance. I'm going to fix it. His heart went out to him. The heart of God went out to man. And he looked at his son says, You've got to go. When Jesus was on the cross, he says, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, my Lord, my God, my Father, how come you're forsaking me? There's no father that hears that cry. I would Die 10 times over for my children without thinking about it for the father to turn his face away is because the heart of god went out to us you are going to be born in poverty you are going to be raped when you're discharged you are going to be an arm rubber. they want to kill you and god sends us to the um, uh, to the prisons i remember i went to Koi prison and god said don't preach declared the prison doors open and they started to release people all over the place. It never happened in the history of prisons in Nigeria before. The Oga came here on this altar to testify, this man is a dangerous man. Open these prisons and let them go. God has forgiven them, give them another another start because God's heart goes out to us. Let me ask you, if God's heart didn't go out to you, would you be sitting in that seat? I don't know the mess you have done. And I don't want to know because I may find it difficult to love you. But you know, God knows. And still, he cleaned you up. Still, he forgave you. Still, he blessed you. Come on now. You, the way you have received, you should be doing to somebody else. That's the true gospel. That is the true message. He's not come to church. Claim. I claim it. I receive it. I have it. I'm good. I'm happy. Press down. Checking together. Running over. That is part of it. But this is the foundation freely do you have received from the heart of God freely give to other people my heart goes out to the church in Nigeria so much church look at the nation the church is the light how come there's so much darkness maybe if we start bearing each other's burden Maybe our light will truly shine. Maybe that's the problem. The voltage is low. Because there's not sufficient love. Verse 34. This Samaritan whose heart. There's something about the heart. If See, somebody, some of you are my friends. And you relate with me for, with your heart. And I know the difference. Come on, let me ask you. Do you not know the difference between those that relate with you from heart and those that just relate with you? Do you not know the difference? Do you not know the difference? Amongst your friends, among your family, do you not know the difference? We all know. It's just that sometimes you don't talk. This man's heart went out to the injured man. Look at what he did. He gave him first aid. Disinfecting and bandaging his wounds. What could lead to his death? He dealt with it. We have buried people needlessly too many times. If somebody gave first aid, we would not have to bury that person. Disinfecting the source of what is going to break him down and kill him. And then bandage his wounds so that he would not bleed to death. Then he lifted him onto his donkey. Then led him to an inn. I like this part. Read it with me, the last line. And made him comfortable. When last did you try to make somebody in pain comfortable? You know, most generally people will see that and say, what did this man do that he's in this condition? Have you seen people when there's an accident in Nigeria? They'll be videoing. They'll cause traffic. Some will even come down. They won't touch the person, they won't make a call, and they'll cause traffic. It's not supposed to be so with us. He made, not only treated the man, he made him comfortable. I told you, you will, never, you will never forget today because you have never heard this story the right way. Oh, when I'm in pain, oh, I wish somebody... I wish somebody's heart or more people's heart, would reach out to me to make me comfortable. Some of you have. You know yourself. I know it too. May God bless you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. And made him
1: comfortable.
0: It means this man was uncomfortable. Somebody thought of it. I can do something to make life more comfortable. I don't want pastors who just preach. And they know all the scriptures. But when we're together, you don't notice I'm not comfortable. It's not every time people are not comfortable, that they tell you, you sense it. When you do something about it. That is senior Christianity. The rest is just talk. Talk is cheap. Let's not love only in words. Let us do it with our actions by the way we help to make somebody comfortable. How many of you would love your brethren to be so sensitive to you to make things a little more comfortable? Mr. James, you know, you're one of the people that your life, I keep saying, may this man's God be my god This man, I'm not joking, has his life. I like it. I like the evidence of your Christianity. I didn't know there was room for any of us to make it more comfortable. Maybe the way I love your wife and your children, maybe it makes your life a bit more comfortable. You know, sometimes those kind of things mean a lot more than money. By the way, when I'm traveling... It makes my life very comfortable. <laughs> Help me bless him. Help me bless him. And let me want to thank all of you for my 60th birthday. Landmark birthdays are difficult to deal with. And those of you that are going to tell the truth, whether it's 40, 50 or 60, that the dangerous ones. The question you always ask yourself, have I done enough with my life? And most of us cannot say we have. So, as much as the celebration is good, there's this trepidation. I had my own issues with my 60th. Oh, but when I got to church, all my trepidation was blown away by your love. You made me walk into 60 more comfortable than my heart can imagine. I thank you all for doing me incredible favor you made walking to 60 so comfortable i could never thank you enough god bless you all thank you verse 35 i close now i'm going to 37 i forget so in the morning after making him comfortable he took out two silver coins And gave them to the innkeeper saying, take what? Did he say take care of him? No, no, no. I said, did he say take care of him? Take good care of him. If it costs any more, put it on my bill. I will pay you on my way back. What do you think happened to this man that was beaten? How do you think this affected him? If the Samaritan was a Christian and that fellow was a Muslim, do you not think the man will be thinking, if this is how the kingdom of God is, I think I'm in the wrong location. He didn't preach one word. Actions speak louder than voice. What he did was he even undertook extra bills that was not defined. The man didn't say this is how it be. He took a risk. That until you're well, I'm going to be on this journey with you. Am I saying something that makes sense to anybody? Verse 36. After saying the story, can I have your attention? Then Jesus asked the man, the religion scholar, what do you think? And I'm asking you, what do you think? Which of these three became a neighbor to the man attacked by the robbers? You ask me a question to entrap me. I give you an answer that even a fool can decipher. What do you think? Verse 37. This one needs no answer. The man said, the one who treated him what? Kindly. Kindness is a fruit of the Spirit. You know what kindness is? Kindness is not what somebody has earned. Kindness is what you decide. Out of the goodness of your heart, you give to somebody because of the Lord. Kindness is not a reward. Kindness is a choice based on the kindness you have received. The one who treated him kindly the religion scholar responded. You know, the Lord made sure his identity was inscribed at the end of the story. Jesus said, go and do the same. May the Lord bless the reading, the preaching of his word in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you three Ways the scripture should be read. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 3b. Can you bring it up? As I close. No matter what I say. No matter what I believe. And no matter what I do. I am bankrupt without love. That is personal. It applies to all of us. Give me the second Postulation. No matter what we say as a church or as a religion, no matter what we say, no matter what we believe, and no matter what we do, we are bankrupt without love. And give me the last one. And no matter what they say, no matter what they say they believe, no matter what they do, they are bankrupt without love. Please rise to your feet. A song comes to my heart so that we can be on the side of the Lord, so that it can be well with us.
1: You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by your hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. You're my prophet. Join me. So take me by. Can hand. you turn to somebody, please? Together we will, we will walk, we will walk. There's no foe that can defeat us when we, we stand side by side. There still is love. You're my brother, you're my sister, so you'll take me by the hand. Together we will walk until we walk There's no bull that can defeat us When walking side by side As long as there is a love We will stay there's no foe that can defeat us We're standing side by side As long as there is love with us There's no foe that can defeat us We're standing side by side As long as there is love will us there's no foe that can defeat us, we stand side by side, and oh yes, there is love, we will stand. I
0: want to make a call this morning. Is there anyone... In this auditorium that longs for this kind of love. The true Jesus kind of love. I'm going to extend this love to that person today. To say that love is available for you. To come into the embrace of the Lord. If you struggle a life without love. Today all that can change. If you're in this auditorium and you can feel this message. I want you to come forward, I want to pray with you. To come into the love that was always available for you. And for the rest of the church, I'd like you to pray for yourself. Thank you, my brother. If you long for this kind of love, God bless you. I'm making a call to people who also feel, I wish my life, If I had this kind of love, I wouldn't have made the mistakes I made. I would have had someone to help me. Things would be better. I just want to pray with you. For the rest of you, can you pray for them and pray for yourself? Say, Lord, help me not to be like the religious Levites. Let me not be so tied up in my own world that I don't have time for other people. Father, I want to thank you this morning. For the love that took Jesus Christ to the cross. The message of the New Testament believer is a message of love. I pray that these ones that have come seeking this love. That you will embrace them. And your heart will reach out to them. And take care of them in a way that will change them. That they themselves will be the ambassadors for Christ showing that kind of love to others along the way. I pray that you restore them in any way that they need to be restored. Forgive the trespasses because of the pain, because of the struggle. Set them on the path for the the newness of life where there will be a testimony to this world. Thank you for what you have done for them. Thank you for what you are doing. I rejoice imagining the testimonies of their life. Not only will they be blessed, they will be a blessing everywhere they go. And so shall it be without fail. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you for coming forward. This prayer will work for you in Jesus' name. Help me celebrate them.